Blackout Podcast. Yeah, actually, that brings us back to CGI. What do you think of bad CGI? So I think with bad CGI, there are a lot of factors that are going to bad CGI, but the most common one is like if there's not enough money. Then, like for example, like the Matrix. If you if you watch the part three, was it Reloaded or is it I Revolutions? Revolutions. So there's that scene where like Neo is fighting like a million All Agent the, Smiths. Yeah. So at the beginning of that scene, CGI is pretty great. But that scene is like is like a five to seven minutes oh, in. the ending. So by then you get to the end of the that ending. scene, you can see that the CGI is just like diminishing. So you can tell they kind of run out of money or they're like, oh, we just have to <laughs> wrap this up quickly. But that's usually what happens with CGI. It's like not enough money or it's just like maybe you hire like a bad company. But the thing with bad CGI is it, it all depends on what you're trying to do with CGI. Mm. Anything that has to do with like a human body, mm. that is the first notable, noticeable bad CGI. Like the Superman beard. Yeah, the Superman beard. <clears throat> like that's the first noticeable thing because people are so familiar with like the human face. Mm. So any little thing you do to the human face, people notice it. Mm-hmm. Because, so whenever I do my, my James Bond artwork, whenever I'm working with the face, I always like put a lot of focus on it. Mm. Because a little like, if the eyebrow is off a little bit, if it's too high, like people know, people are like, oh, something, something. I don't know what's wrong with his face, but there's something wrong with it. Mm. I like the Aquaman uh, movie I watched uh, yesterday. Mm. Uh, at the beginning of the, the scene, the dad, Aquaman's dad, was his face just looked really weird. I was like, what is happening? So my friend said to me, they are probably going to show him when he's older. So they probably use the older actor. So they kind of had to make him look young with the face. Mm. And that's exactly what happened. Because uh. they were like a few years later, the showroom was older and it was just like a normal face. Mm. But like the face, like you could just, there was just something off. I was like, his face just looked weird. Mm-hmm. You, you can't really tell what's going on, but it's just like something wrong with his face. Mm. And it's like with the, so the Justice League. When I saw the movie, I was like, what is wrong with his mouth? So that's my first, I was like, <laughs> why so, does he look strange? Talking of that mouth thing, did you see Fallout? Yeah. So w- like, do you think it was just two studios being assholes I to each other? Too, I, I don't think he needed the beard. There was, the beard. there was no scene where the beard was any... There was no impact to the beard, honestly. I, by the way, I really liked this. Uh, I really liked this Mission Impossible. That was the... I'll probably say that's my number two after the original one. The first one? Oh, oh yeah. my God. I couldn't stand the first one. What really? did you like about the first one? So the first one was just... The first one was... It was like... I I remember watching Mission Impossible the series and yeah. it was about gadgets and this guy was making a fake face mm-hmm. and like they had all these things happening, but the film was drama. See, the, the first Mission Impossible was a drama, drama wasn't yeah. it? I mean, they'll put action there yeah. like on the like on the train. I think there was a train scene and is that the one he blew up the like aquarium? I don't remember. It's been a while since. But I saw anyway, the, the bad guy was one, his yeah. boss, right? Yes. So the, my whole t- why I like Mission Impossible is whenever I watch the movies, I'm always like waiting to see who, where the turn is going to happen. It's like okay, who is going to betray who? Mm. And in Fallout, it's just like oh, this person betrays this person, but he betrays this person because it's a setup for this other setup. I, it's always like mind-boggling. <laughs> so I'm always like, whenever I watch a Mission Impossible movie, I'm just like okay, who, who is who is the bad guy here? Who is who is going to turn on who? Yeah. That's why I'm always anticipating. I'm like predicting, okay, this person. And okay. then ends up not being that person. It's like another person. It's just like... Yeah, I think with that franchise, I can't really choose one because I like the second one because one of my favorite directors made it like John Woo. Oh, I I, I love John Woo, by the way. Like, he, he's amazing. <clears throat> the, the first one, I don't, it wasn't much of a bit uh, suave for me because the guy that plays the villain... Uh, the, his boss is always a villain. There are some people, once you see their face, you know that's the main villain. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, what's her name? Isn't that Angela Jolie's father, that guy? 
right? I I don't know. I think it's I, John Voigt, right? I think that it's, was yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's John John Vodge, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, like, uh, for example, uh, what's his name? Sir Anthony Hopkins. Whenever, whenever he shows up in a movie, he's probably going to be the bad guy. <laughs> like, I'm like, this, you're good already, movie already. But uh, um, I think with him, you can... Oh, God, did you see the last... Well, the last Transformers before Bumblebee? I, have, I haven't seen any Transformers movies. No? No, I saw the... Actually, I saw the one with... Uh, what is the... Marky Mark. Uh, Mark so the last... Wait, what happened in that one? The one that Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be like an inventor, which I found yeah, weird. Yeah, but there are two... He did. He's done two of he's those. Done to, I, yeah. I, I think I saw the first one. I, see, is it, I, is it, it the one where he had a, a where he had a daughter? Yeah, he had a daughter, and the daughter, and the daughter had, had, this had a relationship racing... with this uh, boyfriend. Oh my god! Uh, did you see there was a scene in that movie where he explained how he could have sex with an underage girl? See, that was the most. <laughs> that, see, that was the only reason I watched that movie because. People were talking about that scene, and then I watched the movie. I was like, "What is happening here?" <laughs> so he, because he, because he's way older than the girl, and it's like, "Oh, according to law, he can have sex with him." So I'm like, "Isn't this like almost like pedophilia? Where it's like you're trying to like do yeah. something legal, but legally, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah." I think in the scene they actually showed the like, like the like law from, from the actual law. I'm like, yeah. "Why is this in the movie?" Like, I'm, but but the thing is, like, that is an example of like bad casting. Mark Wal- Mark Wahlberg is supposed to be this inventor. It's like. Like what kind of like that's not unbelievable. Like what is happening? Like there is this a uh, Bond movie. I think it's uh, the the world is not the. I think it's the the world is not enough. Where, uh, where what's they, her name? Uh, where Michelle Yeoh is in there? No, no, that's Tomorrow Never Dies. So oh, okay. I forget this. Uh, Tomorrow fair, Never Dies is the newspaper one. Yes, yes. The world yes. is not enough. So is... that's the one with uh, Electra King. So she, uh, her dad was like, uh, hold an, own an oil company. And there was the villain. The so villain, the bad guy doesn't feel anything. He doesn't feel anything, yeah. He can hold So the, the Bond girl in that one. Oh, I, I remember, that's the one you use for uh, Fifty Shades of Bond. Yeah. Where he screwed the yeah. neck, I remember. So there, there is the, the Bond girl in that movie. What, I forget her name now. She's this famous model. Yeah, she was weird. She, she's like, she's like, uh, she's, what is she? She's like a scientist. He's like... She's not, like, how can you look at her and see she's uh, a scientist? She was the wife of uh, one of the two and a half men, Charlie, Charlie. I don't know if she was married to Charlie Sheen, but maybe she, she was. She was married yeah. to Charlie oh, Sheen. she was? Yeah, yeah. Oh. They're divorced and she has the kids. And, <laughs> oh, I yeah. see. But, she, but, but, yeah, she, but I remember... But she's like a scientist in that movie. I'm walking, like... But I, I remember she was like walking in the desert or something and she was like <laughs> dressed as if she just came out of... Her, na- her, name, is, uh, her name was Christmas Jones. <laughs> Because that, the Bond movies are famous for like crazy names. names yeah. yeah, so her name was Christmas Jones. I think one like of that. the weirdest names was Octopussy for me. Oh, there's Pussy Galore from, uh, from Goldfinger. Goldfinger, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's um, uh, Holly Goodhead. Talking of that, um, uh, going back to Austin Powers, he has the best names uh, well, for the girls. There's one, a lot of vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot of what? <laughs> There's the there's the girl there's the main girl in the second movie now I forget her name uh, it's been a while since I saw the Spider movies but she had like a funny name too but so he was like me oh uh, he the, uh, the Doctor Evil's main henchman mm. uh, the, number the, two no no the one that throws throws his shoes <laughs> uh, ra- random task so he's based off an uh, odd job yeah yeah yeah, so yeah with I the heart <laughs> yeah with the heart yeah when I when I have you read the story of that guy. The which one? The actor that played that guy. Which one? So the the random, job. Ra- no, no. Our job is he he passed away like in the eighties. But this guy, the random task guy. So that guy, I was just looking up the Austin Powers characters, checking up on the actors. Hmm. So that guy actually, he's in jail right now. Oh wow. Yeah. So that guy, he was involved in some like rape case where he raped this minor and it's a what's the 
pretty dark stuff. Holy smokes. Yeah. So whenever I watch the movie now, I'm like, oh. Uh, yeah. You know, so <laughs> yeah. like, um, I've not seen it though, but The Last Predator, apparently one of the actors was in jail for, he's actually in the sex offenders list. And then the director puts him in the film because they are friends or something. It was a big, it was a big controversy. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I, I saw that. I, I, I haven't seen any of the new Predator movies. Yeah, I, was, I, I think the last Predator I saw was Alien versus Predator. I, I don't like when they kind of remake like, like those classics. Talking like, of that, they are doing a lot of remakes. Mm-hmm. Like, is there any remake you like? I think uh, Ghostbusters killed it for me. Like, the, the one... That Ghostbusters case was very strange because they saw... Instead of making a good movie, they decided to sell it on, oh, the cast yes. is all women. I don't like when people... I don't like when people try to do that. It's like Ocean's Eight too. It's like, why don't you just make a good movie? Yeah, I've not there, seen that one either. There are so many either. great movies that have all women cast. But it's like, <laughs> instead of making a good movie, we're just going to make a bad movie and then sell people on the movie that, oh, it's all women. And then when you don't like the movie, they're like, oh, you don't like women. It's like... Have you seen um, the Widows? I think that's what it's called. No. Yeah, apparently it's a very good film and it's all... Oh, women? Well, yeah. yeah. That, the also, leads. the thing with Ghostbusters is that movie was not even funny. Like, it wasn't a good movie, but they pretty much beat first, uh, uh, what's it called, a, a critics to give it a good review. If you go to Rotten Tomatoes, it's like 75%. And I'm like, that is just like way too high for that movie. <laughs> like, I don't think it's like... A, they, they could have easily just made like and the thing is they had really good actors mm. really mm. really good actors funny actors yeah, funny too. actors but like, they just reverted the stereotypes my favorite character in uh, my favorite actor in Saturday Night Live is that lady in the that's in Ghostbusters like she does everything uh, McKinnon uh, so she was like the crazy science, science lady yeah, yeah. She's great. Like, like even even the black lady, like she's a very good actor. She's but then for the movie, they're, they're, they're just like, oh, we're just she gonna really, make a dumb, yeah, dumb black, she, she dumb really didn't black have woman. It's like, that's like, it's, so it's all like stereotypes. But then when people complain about the movie, people are like, oh, you don't like women, that's why you don't like the movie. But it's like that's not true. It's just like it's not a good movie. Mm. So uh, that's why, like Ocean's Eight, I was just like, so, so, so Ocean's Eight is not really a good movie. Like even when they did uh, in. It's in 2012 when they did a remake for uh, what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? The one they did in Mars. Uh, Total Recall. Total Recall. So they did a remake of Total Recall. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> um, what was his name? I actually like that actor. Have you seen The Recruits? No, I haven't. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not bringing up because of Colin Farrell. He was really good in that film. Have you seen any? So what actors? I know. I know your project is kind of like about James Bond, but while you're doing the research for the project, are there any actors that really don't stand out in the movie, but that have ended up standing out for you? Um, hmm, let's see. Trying to think now. Because the thing with, the thing with most uh, Bond movies is they always cast like really like high caliber actors. So it's, uh, let's see. The although there is the, there is a cost of being a Bond girl where it's like most most girls have been Bond girls after the Bond movie just like fall off the face of the planet oh wow oh yeah so there's this there's this like cause where <laughs> well, if you're a Bond girl like you're never gonna be famous after that or anything like that so there have been a few people that beat the cause but for the most part most Bond girls like that's their pick They're yeah just, like, I know like uh, there was an actress that I really like she was the Bond girl in GoldenEye Famke Jansen uh, Oh yeah, she, the, she was the villain. The... She, she was the girl. From, she was the one from X Men. She's uh, Jean Grey from X Men. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that one. And um, so here's the thing. I guess my question was: Is it that if you've already kind of made a name for yourself before you become a, a Bond girl, you can kind of keep going? Because yeah, but like, like uh, even like uh, Halle, Berry, Halle Berry was yeah. fine, but it's just like most of those like not so popular Bond girls. 
not so popular actors playing mm. Bond girls. Mm. Like once they hit that Bond girl, like that's the pick. Yeah. Like for yeah, forever a Bond girl, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, are you working? It's I guess today. It's like what, like ten days left. Yeah. So today is three uh, fifty-six. Mm. Yeah. What's the plan after three sixty-five? Uh, I, I just I, I I'm just gonna do like exhibitions. And just see what's up. I uh, I want to do another project, but it's going to be like a weekly project. I haven't had time to like work on that, but so I probably spent like January work trying to figure out what I want to a do. A weekly project, like it, so it's going to be every week instead of oh, e- weekly. every yeah, yes, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, every gotcha. day. Yeah. So it's like at the end of a, is it a particular day on the week or just any day? Like any day, in the, any day in the week. So I'll just make sure I post something sometime in the week. Okay. So that way it gives me more time because with this project I'm spending like three four hours. Mm. It is very it's actually very strenuous now that when I actually sit down and think about it because most design or art process you sit there you come up, you come up with your idea draw some sketches and then you now start developing your design. Mm. But I have to do all this in the space of three hours, sometimes <laughs> two hours. I'm like, okay, this is my idea. I have to do this now. So it kind of affects the work a little bit because there's some days where I'm just like, oh, I, I'm not sure. I don't have enough time. I don't... Or there's some days where I spend too much time. Mm. Do you ever have a... a so do you like plan ahead? So for I, I, tomorrow, I, I'm going to do whatever yeah so i already have the list that i go by the okay. characters i already have everything all planned out but i try not to think about it but so when you say you have the characters planned out you just know say today is going to be pussy galore say. yes uh do you say i'm going to do this with pussy galore no or I, just, I, just know that, I just know that that's that's what i'm doing tomorrow holy smokes yeah but some there's some characters i kind of have a rough idea of what i want to do with them because mm. i know their character i'm like okay like for example uh when i did the on day 101, which is one of my favorites, the mm. one I did with the, do you know the Dentonite toothpaste? Yeah. So yeah. it was toothpaste, but it was kind of like an explosive. So when I was thinking about that project, when I was right making the lace, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I put it in bracket, because whenever I have ideas, I just put it in bracket there. I was mm. like, I'm going to make it an ad with like a toothpaste ad. So I just had that there, sitting there. I totally forgot about it until I got there and I was like, oh, I remember what I'm going to do now. Oh, okay. So I have some like ideas for based on, so there's some characters I'm like, okay, I know what I'm probably going to do. But my whole thing is, I don't really sketch for the project because I don't have time. Mm. So it's like I, I transfer from my head to write the computer. I'm like, okay, this is my idea. How do I achieve this idea? So what uh, software do you use? Just- so I use Photoshop, Illustrator, sometimes InDesign if I'm working with like lots of text. But Photoshop is like the main like software that I use for it. Mm-hmm. But right now, I uh, so what I've been doing, because I've made so many now, I've got into a situation where I'm trying to like avoid like doing certain things because i've done this a lot so i don't use certain effects or because my whole thing throughout the year has been experimenting i've done like so many things i've never done before mm. like yesterday i did something hologram i've never like i learned how to do that effect yesterday i was like watch a youtube video which is kind of my, the whole idea of the project for me to learn something every day so I, I i had the idea but i didn't know how to achieve it so i went on youtube and i found this great tutorial and then i watched it and then i just so hologram like uh on uh, photoshop or yeah so i did like a hologram like effect on photoshop so is that for a character for the project yeah for the project yeah so i've had this like that where i went on youtube and i watched tutorials i'm like like the other day i made something with a coin with someone's face on a coin i didn't know how to achieve that effect so i went online and then i did it but that one was actually really easy but what ended up happening is i had photoshop problems what? So I did the effect. So the guy that did the effect did it on uh, Photoshop CS uh, 2015, but I'm using 2019. For some reason, whenever I add the coin effect, 
are you, are you familiar with Photoshop? Kind yeah. of. So by the time I, I had the coin effect and I tried to turn into a smart object, the layer into a smart object, the whole thing turns to black. <laughs> it turns to a black smell. Like, I'm like, so I spent two hours trying to fix this. So I go to the comments to see if anyone has encountered that problem. Mm. There was one person and the comment was posted three days before that. <laughs> so I, I redid the effect. I used my old computer that had CX-16 on it. Mm. Same problem. Oh, wow. So I was like, and this was like 10, 30 in the night. I was just like, well, the other option is to find another way to do this, mm. but I might not have enough time or I just have to keep doing this. So I tried all sorts of things. Save to Illustrator, save to InDesign, did everything. So finally, I just decided to redo it. So what I did was, so basically how the effect works is you cut out the person's head and then you put like a 50% gray on it, mm-hmm. 50% gray layer on it. And then you go to the light filter and you put like a spotlight on it. And for some reason, that spotlight projects that kind of coin kind of grainy effect on it. I don't know how that, <laughs> I don't know how that person figured that out, <laughs> but for some reason that works. Mm. So I guess the problem was with the lights. Oh, so okay. what I did was I turned the 50% gray layer into like a smart object. And then I did the effect again and it just worked. So I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> but I've had things like that where like I've had like technical problems. And mm. so I only have two hours and then I spend like an hour trying to like fix the problem. Mm. And then that ends up affecting the overall work. So are you in a relationship now? Oh, no, no. Oh, because yeah. my question was going to be, how, do you think people like in your case you have a job you're doing your passion on the side if it affects relationships and- oh it, i think it does actually because i feel like if i have a, if i was in a relationship like a lot of things would have suffered because i've made like lots of sacrifices this year to be able to do this every day because there are some days like on last week thursday i worked from seven until uh four in the afternoon i went home I was so super tired because I didn't sleep over the previous night. Mm. I took like an hour nap. I finished my walk and had to like go, go like Christmas party at like eight o'clock. <laughs> and then I was at Christmas at like twelve. Yeah. And, I, and I had to walk at like seven the next morning again. Oh wow. So like I've had days like that where I'm just like, okay, how do I even like achieve this? Even yesterday I walked overnight, came back home at eight o'clock, mm. uh slept till twelve, and then went out for the day. Came back home at three, did my project, and then went out again at six in the evening, and I was dead till like midnight. So just days like that. So that kind of like, so like lots of there's some a lot of things I, I was gonna do, but I ended up canceling because I'm mm. like, I don't see the time for me to do my project. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I've taken my computers to walk because I'm like, okay, I can't really go home to do my work, so mm. I can do my work after work, and then from work I can go to go to where I'm going to. Mm. So I think that if you're in a relationship, like. Except that person is like super understanding and the person understands that, okay, this is what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably going to have like uh, lots of like problems. Oh, wow. And I think, the, honestly, that kind of hinders a lot of people from doing what they actually want to do because mm. you have to make sacrifices. And so if you're not ready to make the sacrifice, then you're not going to achieve what you really want to achieve. So, just, I mean, I know this is like a project for you and it started based on, ah, I'm going to learn something new and, you know, learn something new, experiment, try new things. But um, now it seems like it has grown, has its own wings. It, it turned, it actually like turned into something else. At the beginning when I started the project, I, realistically speaking, I was not thinking of 
going the whole 365. It was just like, okay, I'm just going to do day by day mm. and see how that goes. So my goal was like, okay, I'm going to do 50 and see how that is. So when I did 50, that's when I actually like gained confidence. And that was around the time I got like the coast cover, which was the most random thing. Mm. Someone just, the lady just messaged me on Instagram was like, oh, do you want to do an interview? I did the interview with her mm. and then she was like, oh, you have to do a photo shoot. <laughs> so I thought I was doing a photo shoot. So I show up to the photographer. She's like, oh, you're going to be on the cover. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, so at, it was at that point that the project kind of like became serious for me because mm. I had like all these new followers yeah. on Instagram. And then a month later, I did the CBC interview. Mm. And at that point, like, the, that's when I actually like got like Bond fans. Like a lot of James Bond fans like said it because the course is read by young people. Yeah, yeah. So, but with the CBC, like I got like lots of Bond fans, and then I created a page on Facebook, and then James Bond uh, podcast in like in England like shared one of my pictures, and then I got like followers from that, and from there like it just turned into something else. Mm. So at that point, I kind of like had to evolve the project because mm-hmm. so I have days where I I, I divide the days into like two, so it's. There are days where I do something general, everyone kind of knows what's mm-hmm. going on, and there are days where I just do like things that only Bond fans will get. Like there are some I make that only Bond fans know why this is hilarious. Mm. Yeah, if you're not a Bond fan, you just like it's, it's, just, really, okay, yeah, it's a picture. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. So that's kind of so so there are some days I've decided I've done something like very specific. I'm like, okay, all the Bond fans are gonna find this hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I understand it's just a year project, right? But one thing I've seen, especially with creatives, is this whole how to keep it going yeah what advice would you have for someone that needs to keep going i think it's you have to get into the habit of making stuff because that's for me that's kind of what happened for me this year because there are some days people have asked me like do you have an idea every day i'm like no really there's some days where i'm just like this is like really difficult like you you're looking at the, you're looking at the blank screen for two hours no ideas i'm just like <laughs> i'm not even sure what i'm doing today so like there are days that that happens and i end up like getting frustrated and not doing what i want to do yeah but you just have to get into the habit of making stuff so even the days you don't have ideas you're still making something and like i've kind of set the standard for myself mm-hmm. where i have to make a certain standard every day so even the days where i don't have any ideas i just I have to make something. So I think it's about getting into the habit. So you have to actually start making stuff to get into that habit. Like I even like, there's some, uh, I've had days where I was just like, you stare at the screen for, so at the beginning of this project, I learned, like I've learned so much. Like at the beginning of this project, I was under the, like there are sometimes I spent three hours on one, one idea. I'm like, this is not going anywhere. Mm. But because you've spent so much time in the idea, you're just like, I have to make this work. Yeah. Or I've made a mistake where I find a picture I spend like 30 minutes cutting out the background and I'm like, I have to use this picture. <laughs> <laughs> but then it took me a while to figure out that, okay, sometimes when an idea is not working, you just like get rid of it. You go to something else. It took yeah. me a while to move on. And I learned that from like time limits because there's sometimes I only have three hours to work mm. and I'm like, okay, it's, and 90 minutes in, I'm like, I haven't done anything. <laughs> if I don't do this now, I'm probably going to miss today. Mm. So I, I just have to chuck the idea out and, and just look for something else. So I created this folder where I just like put in like stuff that I have not used. Just oh, okay. put it in there. And then I'm, I kind of know what's it's in there. So I'm like, oh, I can reuse this image sometime. So that's kind of my advice. Like you just have to get into the habit of actually making stuff. Because mm-hmm. if you don't make anything, then <laughs> there's no much you can do there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming, Manuel. No problem. You're welcome. This was actually really fun. Oh, no, yeah. I had a great time talking about all these guys. Thanks yeah. for coming a lot. Thank you.
Thanks for coming back on such a short notice, but I had to bring in uh to add this to the episode because it's it actually goes in hand with your um with your project for that you did last year, the whole James yeah. Bond thing, right? So <laughs> it's funny because the post has Idris Elba and other bonds and even has the funny guy. I put Mr. Bean in there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how ridiculous the post was. <laughs> And then I see this comments. Uh, I'm like, no, it can't be real. The person goes, was the character written as an Asian? Yes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He goes, can't black create their own original character? Like, one person, how can you even relate one person to a whole? That is a huge, billion- that is a huge generalization. Like, Africa is filled with black people and people that are creating original content. Exactly. Daily. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You actually created 365 things. You made something every day. How can this one person now say, oh, wait, oh, no, black people can't create based on... But actually, it's talking about a creation you made. Yes. Like, can't so you see the so, irony what you're saying? That's what I don't, I don't get. So he was referring to Idrisaber being... The rumor with Idisaba being James Bond, mm. and then he goes on about this rant on how Idisaba can't seem to take serious roles and all white characters. Mm. So he gave examples like uh, James, the James Bond rumor, and he said that he was also like Heimdall in Thor, and he mentioned one other movie where Idisaba played like a supposedly white character. <laughs> so which tells me that he doesn't even know Idisaba because none of those roles made Idisaba famous. Like, none of those roles he mentioned made him famous. Like, he was already who he was before all these roles. The, the, it's because of who he, he is. Was, that that's why he was hired to exactly. play all these roles. Because they're like, we need, some, we need someone popular to yeah. play this role. So we're going to bring this person in. I was <laughs> shocked. I mean, how? I don't... I, and then this person goes on. It's like, okay, so we are talking about, say... Uh, what's her name that played Ghost in the Shell? Uh... She was, uh, she's a, she's she's a Scarlett uh, Johansson. Yeah. You know, it's like we have, uh, or even in Doctor Strange, the person that trained him is meant to be Asian. Asian, yeah. I mean, so we have all those things happening. Like Hollywood, like the history of Hollywood has always been a history of whitewashing. That's why I give him the example of Dr. No, the first James Bond villain. In the, in the, in the book, he's Asian. In the movie, they didn't even replace the whole character. In the movie, they say he's Asian, <laughs> but he's played by a white guy. So, and you can even see from the makeup and everything, they try to make him look Asian. I mean, so they, they were not trying to pretend that okay, this is a different, mm. this is a different because you know with book from book to movies, you can, you can kind change. of try change a few yeah. things. He is like the same exact character, <laughs> but played by a white guy because he was played by a famous co- comedian, yeah, Joe Wiseman. So, but I don't see anyone complain about that. Mm. But whenever you mention Idris Elba in any James Bond forum, that's when people come out. Yeah. Like I saw another comment say he's oh he's ugly. I'm like he's <sighs> ugly. The, the person that said he was ugly, I went to check his profile. He doesn't have one picture of himself. <laughs> people, Meanwhile, Idris Elba now two years in a row he's been named the sexiest man in the world. I mean, so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. it's like these trolls, right? You know, being able to just sit behind a screen and type whatever you want to has given people a platform to just mouth things they've only been saying in their houses, houses or yeah. to their friends or in their circle so now it's like oh i have facebook i have a phone i can, I can just say anything and, and most times you can't really go to jail or 
run, get into trouble for what you're saying. It can, mm-hmm. it can be seen as hate speech, but yeah. for the most part, it's like nothing really comes of it. Yeah. A lot of people were asking me, oh, did you block him? I'm like, no, I'm not going to block him. Like, this is because he kept on going. Like, some other people came after him because he was, because he, it started from, okay, but black people are not creative to, white men are better. Yeah. Then oh, he, yeah, yeah, then yeah. He's, he starts bringing up chat of how... Because I, I suggested that, okay, that everyone should be given a fair shot at, <sighs> the, at, the, at the James Bond character. He suggested that, oh, he said, oh, that contrary to my belief that white, no, white actually, men I'm gonna are actually smarter. Read, read what he said. He said, no, the average IQ for black men is 70. Black, he spells it at B-L-C-K, but whatever. And the average IQ for a white man is 100. 100. By the way, 70 IQ is like pretty low. I think I think Forrest Gump in the movie had like what 63? That's like real like 70 is like really really low. That's like you I, you like I, you will be classified as a me- like almost like a mental case if you had like 70 IQ. I, 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 he's ringing out charts that don't even make sense this person. Yeah, then he bro- brings up one of like highest IQs in the world, which is hilarious because I look at the chart I'm like and Asians were like Dead almost last. I was like, hmm, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those like Japanese kids? <laughs> <laughs> and then when you ask him, oh, oh, what's your highest level of education? He goes, I'm just intelligent enough to send you factual data and state. What the? F- what, who is he this? just bypassed the question because, <laughs> because he, was, he was talking about how like how like black people have the highest dropout rate in the world. So I was like, okay, so what is your highest level of education? I need to know. Mm. And he just like bypassed the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Because (laughs) I mean, you know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy when, oh man, it's crazy when people get to a point where you actually believe untruths as the truth, where you actually believe that just because a person looks a certain way or sounds a certain way or because of the color of their skin, they can't do certain things. It's, it's, it's just... This is very similar to, like, I was reading some, like, old history books and this was, like, back in the 1500s. 1600s. Like, scientists at that time, they said that women had smaller brains than men. That was one of the justifications of men being like in higher position, and all that. But for the longest time, it was like women had smaller brains. That was the justification. So this that that's kind of what reminds me of where it's like, oh, like black people. It's like the, the literally the difference is like the skin color. Mm. Like you, there's nothing different in your body. Yeah, like absolutely nothing different. It's it's insane. In, it's my, insane. My, my my worry with people like this is like this guy now. If you meet him in real life, he's just gonna act like a normal person. Like he's gonna interact with black people and. This is what he has in his mind. Yeah. So think about what he's going to do if he has like the opportunity. Mm. Yeah. Like that. That's that's the that's what worries me. Yeah. And it's like very similar to like what like I've encountered here in Halifax, where you meet some people where it's just like you can some of the things we have acted and some of the things they've said, you kind of know that this person like you should be careful with this person. Yeah. So those kind of people actually scare me. That's kind of why I like like living in Europe because people in Europe like. Especially like in Istanbul, for example, like Turkish people, like most of them are racist because <laughs> that's just that's just the way it is. Like up until like maybe 20, 15, 20 years ago, like black people were not going to Istanbul. It wow. was yeah, but now like you have like lots of black people there, like students and all these international schools there. Mm. But most of the people there are like super racist. <laughs> but the thing is, they don't hide it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like people have told me straight to face, I don't like Nigerians. Mm. And that's that works better for me because now I know what I'm dealing with, right? Exactly. But as you're not saying anything exactly. and just pretending like everything is fine, right? Mm, mm, mm. Because uh, at least if the person says X or Y, 
then I understand, okay, yeah, this is who this person is. Mm-hmm. I don't have to try to be, I don't know, whatever. But, like, I know who they are. They've put their, their they place all their cards on the table. Mm-hmm. I, there's no second guessing yes, here. Yeah. This person is saying this thing. Versus someone that, when the door is closed, this is what they think about or this is what they say because... Probably that's not his real one. His real Facebook or Facebook, his actual yeah. name. And yeah, and you see him tomorrow. And it's like, oh, <laughs> at least he didn't say he has a black friend. That's yeah. the, <laughs> that's the one that gets. <laughs> oh no, I'm not racist. Uh-huh. I have three friends. Yeah, that are I'm black. sure. I'm sure you have three black friends. <laughs> this reminds me of. Uh, do you do you know the whole thing that happened with Okogan's like sex tape? Mm. So Okogan's sex tape was released. So the whole thing with that sex tape was, he. he uh, so basically, what happened was. When the sex tape was released, he sued Gawker that leaked the sex tape to court. Mm. But the reason he sued them wasn't because of the sex tape. It was because of what happened after the sex tape. Yeah, yeah. Because he was caught on camera saying, saying all this racist stuff. His daughter was exactly. dating a black guy yeah, he, and yeah. he, he was not having it. Yeah. He even mentions it. He even says in the video that I'm racist. Like, he said, I'm racist to a point. Like, if my, if my daughter is going, is going to bang a black guy, it better be a, a seven feet tall black guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like referring to like basketball players, right? So that's what. So he got caught. He got caught on tape, and then he starts like he goes on his apology tour, telling everyone that he's sorry and all this stuff. I'm like, no, no, like see, you're you're only sorry because you got caught. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't get caught, you wouldn't be saying anything, right? Talking about that Goga thing, eh, there's this guy Peter Thiel. He was the actual person that bankrolled all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, he uh, he uh, bankrolled Hokogan basically. Like how? pissed off do you have to do you understand that level of pistol it has nothing to do with, with you, you yeah at all and you're like hmm how can i you know but to think about this whole to think about the whole concept hulk hogan was caught on tape being racist somehow he made like 40 million from the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> he got made 40 million like <laughs> and i'm supposed to like i listen to his apology like I, somehow he found a way to make money from the whole thing i mean it, it, it's just it is said you can't wrap your mind around that and uh, it's it's things like that that lead to people driving cars into a bunch of people because you you believe something so much that it is true in your head, head yeah this person so i was talking to a friend of mine she's like she doesn't like people touching her hair because it's like they are petting her like she's a cat right mm-hmm. i'm like oh i like your hands like no don't touch me i'm not your animal right because it's like and then i was like so why don't she react that way she's like there are white people that see as you're black you're like uh like uh like a pet like a toy like oh this is something i can play with so when you get to a point where you don't see the person as like yourself like a human being you get to treat them this way, where you actually say things that are not true. Have you have you heard of the uh, those human zoos from the fifties? I've they, seen they, pictures. Where they, yeah, where they would put like little black kids in pictures, these cages, yeah. and then people would come watch them, like they're watching the live at the zoo. Yeah, that's this is so when people say that racism, like oh, like things are better now. I'm like, it's not like it's not better. <laughs> this this is like fifty years ago. Mm. Like this is not a long time. People that were alive, they are still alive now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is not a long time ago. Yeah. Like all this Rosa Park movement and all, like you couldn't sit on the bus. This is like fifty years ago. Yeah, so why, why are we pretending like oh, like this is like something that has stopped, right? Yeah. Talking about Rosa Parks, actually, I was doing something for like a Viola Davis thing. I was like, I've heard this name. I really don't know what happened. She she went to watch a movie in the White People Theater. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they, I think they said they couldn't really charge her, but then they kind of 
charge her for like tax something something. I, oh god! See that, that that's what I find hilarious about this uh, whole Brexit thing because Britain they went around <laughs> colonizing <laughs> everyone like packing all the slaves. Like oh, half of the problems in Africa now it was caused by Britain. Yeah. So now all these Africans are running away from Africa because like there's so much problem there they're running to Britain. They're like oh you can't come in. It's like really? I <laughs> know <laughs> like, you yeah, did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, so, it's so strange like I, I don't I mean, get it and and it, the thing is you're right I prefer when you're like uh, up, up front and we know okay if we have to somehow work together I know you don't like me but I can work with you it's mm-hmm. fine we don't have to like each other but where you know we laugh and joke and then I find out like like, like, think about the Hokogan thing. Think about all the black people that grew up Hokogan fans. And they find out that Hokogan doesn't like black people. Like, just <laughs> don't think, think about it. Like, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think there was any kid, like, at least in Nigeria, let me just say, I don't think there was any kid that grew up in, uh, like, in Nigeria and was watching, like, when Hokomania was a thing. I mean, Sunday like, was, was like, you, like, he's a, f- Every like it's like Hokogan is like one of those names that when you mention that some people have heard of him somewhere, even mm. if they don't even know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Michael Jackson. Like Hokogan is anyway. I, I I I just I just had to bring in here because this is something that you know being black you kind of deal with every day. Um and. You know, we all have this talk about moving forward. We see people get... Oh, Jesus. i got to say this one. We see... There's a video I saw the other day of uh, this bla- this guy. He's, you know, he's a pol- he's a traffic stop, right? Uh, and he comes out of the car. There's somebody in the car saying, like... I can't remember his name, but, like, Joey, don't do it or whatever, right? And then these two cops are like talking to him. He fucking fights them and takes their baton. Yeah, and you, you, like, you sent me that video. Uh, like he, he, <laughs> this guy attacked the cops and they did nothing to him. And he drove away the police car. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> they shoot black people that, that have their hands up. But this guy attacked the cops and got away with it. I mean, I, I, like, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, I, just, <laughs> I was, I, you know, that video just makes me sad because when they say, oh, like, Police don't have constraint. They do. Oh, they do. They do, just... they, they do when it's like when they want to, basically. Uh, here, here, you know, and when it comes to the thing of like, you hear stories of a, a person that was trying to stop a mass shooting, getting shot, blamed. Oh, yeah, blame the, yeah the, 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 guy, the guy that had the one from like two months ago. When you, when you hear things like that, and then you hear that the person that went into a church and shot the whole place up, or the person that actually did that shot. He's still alive, shooting. though. Exactly. Yeah. It, so it, it's almost like um, being a certain skin color, it's like, get fucking target, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of watch what you do or watch what you say or don't go to certain places or, or you know, it's like you're already five steps back from where someone that has a different skin color is. Which is what I was trying to explain to this guy. He was saying that, Oh, that in that the, that the most famous black character right now, Black Panther, was created by a white man in the 50s. So I said to him, I said, okay, so Stalin is American, so let's keep it in America. Let's not go worldwide since you're friends America. What were other black, what are black Americans doing in the 50s? Mm. Stalin was a rich white guy. <laughs> How many rich black people did you know that were, that were just chilling and they could do whatever they liked? Yeah. Like people were pretty much fighting. 
So when did they have time to create these so-called black characters? Mm. I'm sure he didn't know. He doesn't know that the Black Panther that was created by Stan Lee oh, was was actually like part of the civil rights movement. Like yeah. that was actually a character. That was what, yeah, that was what Stan Lee was trying to do. I'm sure this guy doesn't even know that. But you know, when when you when when you're blinded by your hate, you don't see clearly. That's just it's like, oh, I hate this person, and this person can do no right. So everything I'm going to say is, this person if they do something is bad. Is bad. That's the end of the day. Anyway, thanks for coming in. I no had problem. to do this. I had to do this. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. The whole thing was like, I was really entertained because I couldn't believe what I was saying. I, I, I actually have to say um, that that was super brave of you because personally, I just shot that. Like, I just... I, I was leading I was leading the guy on because I wanted to see where it was going. Yeah. Because when I started talking about like uh, civil rights movement and all this stuff, yeah. he was like, still on topic. And then when I wouldn't listen, he just like starts bringing up all this chat of how white men have high IQs and black men. Stupid. I was like, oh, okay. This is Stupid. where we're going now. <laughs> anyway, thanks, man. Thank you, man.